At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare this is betting across america on vsin the sports betting network We begin our number three, Betting Across America, presented by BetMGM. Dave Ross alongside Wes Reynolds. We are here at Circuit Sportsbook in Las Vegas and drama in Memphis. Now, it looks like with a minute 16 to go, we had a flagrant foul on Draymond Green. Mm -hmm. Now, he grabbed the jersey of the opposing player as he went up. Not only was it flagrant, according to the officials, it was an offense deemed worthy enough to kick Draymond out of the game soft soft wow are you kidding me that's this... a, that's that's an atrocious call and i think that's a reputation call and look when you get a little bit of a reputation for kind of getting in some kerfuffles in this league they go ahead and do that uh, that that's ridiculous i mean it is a flagrant but to make that a flagrant too oh my and an ejection as uh draymond uh goes back to the locker room and now uh Otto Porter is going to have to really be the guy, and he's kind of helped him on the rebounding edge, but obviously you got to replace Draymond's defense and his playmaking in terms of it as an assist man. So now 57 to 53, final minute left to go. Looks like Memphis at least is going to cover the first half, but yeah, I, I, I thought that was a brutal ejection, and I know Draymond you know, has yeah. the reputation, and now Draymond has about 30 minutes of content for his podcast out there. So uh, I'm sure uh, he'll be talking about something is now Memphis. Wow. Uh, John Morant with the dunk there now, 59 to 53, about 47 uh, seconds left to go. John Morant now up to 16 points. But uh, that Warrior depth, we talked about, hey, the depth kind of got him back in the game. A mm-hmm. little less deep now with Draymond on the bench, so you're probably going to see a lot of minutes for Otto Porter Jr. I got to think Kuminga. Their yep. first-round pick is going to play a little wow. bit more. He's only played a handful of minutes. So uh, all Memphis here, at least late in the first half, is uh, they are going to cover the first half. They're going to be leading heading into the locker room as Golden State gets a nice bucket here at the end. So 59-55, to 55, and I'm looking at that first-half total. Yeah, to that's going to be right on 114 it. and a half is where it closed at and BetMGM. And 114. And 114. There were, I think, a couple 114s in the market, but it was basically 14 and a half wow. and 15. So. If you get a bucket here at the end for the Memphis Grizzlies, John Morant going to try to He's be the man, it. and he does get it. 18 points in the first half for John Morant, so it goes over on the last basket uh, of the first half. 114 and a half, 115 was the closer. Memphis was about a point dog mm-hmm. in the first half. Golden State was a two-point favorite, so now 61 to 55. Good momentum for Grind City to go into the locker room, and uh, not so much for Golden State. Draymond Green going to be sitting in the locker room the rest of the game. And when that happened, Golden State was down one. 
So again, everything was in play in that first half. And then you get the technical, and then you get the, the the foul and the ejection here. So all of a sudden, what was dicey scenario here? Memphis now with a little bit of a cushion and, with that six point lead. And you know, I got to say, I don't want to be the get off my lawn guy, but because oh, I do think the basketball and the basketball skill in 2022 is better than the generation you and I grew up yeah. in. However, you know. We grew up on like those Celtics Pistons series and Pacers Knicks yes. and Bulls Pistons. And it was tough. There for was basketball. physicality, man. Uh, you know the Lakers Celtics. You know Kurt Rambis uh, clothesline and a guy. And I mean that's just kind of the way it was. And look, you don't want it to no. get too far, but that was soft. And I oh. think you see a lot of these flagrants calls because a guy maybe you know falls kind of hard on the floor. That's the way it is. It's playoff and basketball. He tried, to, he tried to pick him up. He tried to help him up. All these things. Look, I, it's, he, it's ridiculous. And I, I know. And I'm sure that young people are going to be going, oh, you guys are doing the old man. Yeah. Get off my lawn thing. But yeah. you're right. I mean, Larry Bird, they were, they were literally, and this is not what we want, but we're just pointing it out. You would have clotheslines, guys going down to the, to, to the ground. They'd be common fouls. Mm-hmm. And here we're ejecting guys in a playoff game for grabbing a jersey. Shouldn't have done it. But that is not to me, mm-hmm. and it's going to affect the second half number here. Yeah, and we'll see how, how it does once those get populated. But I mean, that's a huge, huge decision by a referee to take Draymond Green yeah, out of this that's game. A, but I still think it's being softer in a baby's backside. It here. is. You can't. This is the playoffs. There are certain things you're going to let go in the playoffs that maybe you wouldn't Man. in a regular, you know, just a random Wednesday night regular season game or something. But. uh Right now, 61 to 55. Uh, we'll get the numbers as they populate. Starting to see some early second half. Golden State minus two and a half. So basically getting three and a half for the game. And then 109 for the second half total, which I believe closed at 224. So that would essentially make it 220. All right. And very quickly, in uh, the south side of Chicago here, the Angels trying to put the finishing touches on a win. They led 6 nothing, but it's 6-2. to two. Lorenzo went into the ninth. He's now been pulled. But the Sox, the reason why I bring it up is that total. Mm-hmm. So if you had the under, you're probably thinking, well, this is a lock. I got this thing. Whoa, whoa, whoa. But now we got a man on second, one out, bottom nine, six to two. So those quote unquote, uh, you know, garbage runs here, yeah. they might not be garbage time there. So we'll, we'll see how that plays out with the numbers there. The Nationals still with a 5 nothing lead over the Giants. They are in cruise control right now as they've got uh, a runner at second with one out in the third looking for more. And again, those first fives. Right now, uh, right there, that that's already over here with the Nats already with five runs in the first. Couple inning. final scores as well to get to that we didn't get to in the last segment. Uh, two nothing, nice shutout for the Cubs on the road. Marcus Stroman, yeah. who'd been zero and three in his first three starts, even though he's pitched a little bit better than his record indicate, did go seven innings today, uh, struck out five, so seven strong innings for Stroman. Gets his first win of the season, two nothing over Milwaukee. Corbin Burns takes the loss. Milwaukee still off to a very good start at fifteen and seven. And then Seattle gets a win in Miami, mm-hmm. seven to three. The uh, uh, three run six inning basically is what kind of put that away for Seattle. So uh, Seattle gets a win, a little bit above five hundred. I think they go to one game over five hundred. So that is now a final score. Couple other ones, three to one, San Diego over Pittsburgh, bottom of the seventh. You mentioned about the Halos trying mm-hmm. to hang on here on the south side against the White Sox. One man on, one out, six to two. Yankees still lead five to four, and Kaufman in the bottom of the eighth. Uh, and it looks like we do have a lead change in St. Louis. Oh. Uh, uh, or Bader from uh, San Francisco, or from uh, not San Francisco, St. Louis. Yeah. Two run shot. They take the lead over the D backs. D backs have led most of this game, but now six to seven, bottom of the seventh wow. in Bush Stadium. Seven to two, Texas over Atlanta in the bottom of the seventh. 
Reds do have one run, but they need about nine more to take the lead over but Colorado. But they're on the board. But they are on the board. Small victories for Cincinnati because you're not going to get many, many victories in Cincinnati. Nine to one, bottom of the fifth in Colorado, and also four to nothing. Dodgers Cleveland. over oh. the Detroit Tigers, bottom of the second, and a uh, uh, lot of uh, errors basically. I think in that second inning, an error really opened it up for the uh, Dodgers. Uh, Tigers on a Candelaria's throwing error, so now four to nothing. Joyers. Ah, boy, I, I keep looking. They're showing the replay here over yeah. and over of Draymond Green. Yeah. And, you know, he wasn't tossed for the histrionics. He went over and, and high-fived his teammates, but he was laughing. We saw we saw Steph Curry laughing, literally laughing. Steve Kerr, it's almost like, yeah, they're pissed, but mm. they're more. it's more laughable. You, you nailed it. Yeah. I, this is – it's it's the NBA playoffs. And as he was grabbing, he was holding up. He was trying to hold the Memphis player up. I, I'm not sure exactly who he grabbed there. I couldn't see, but – the point is, it wasn't. There was no malicious intent. No, there was. There was no '80s basketball hostility as he's knocking a, a guy mm. to the ground. He's literally trying to hold him up as he's falling to the ground. Yeah, he was just trying to give a foul so he doesn't give up a layup. The uh, the Steve Kerr uh, soundbite to the official Kane Fitzgerald as they were going over to review that was, uh, "Are you blanking, blanking kidding, kidding me? me?" So and and look, and that's my same reaction here. Uh, and I don't have a play on the side in this game. I don't even have a series bet as of yet. But yeah, you, I I know referees always want to say, okay, we want to set the tone. But I did not think that that was a malicious no. dirty play. It looked much worse than it was. Uh, where I think Draymond was almost kind of trying to brace his fall a little he was, bit as he was pulling him, him down. But uh, nevertheless, uh, Draymond Green not going to be a part of this second half. Sixty-one to fifty-five. The Memphis Grizzlies lead in game number one. They were a small underdog for the game, just plus two. Starting to see at BetMGM, Warriors minus two for the second half, 109.5 on Trey. Very quickly, I mentioned the south side of Chicago. Do you know what that total was, by the way, for the White Sox and the uh, Angels? Because... I do. It was eight and a half, and it's just gone over that wow! total. As, uh, it was six nothing, Angels, by the way, going into the That's bottom a bad of the ninth. And... If you had the under in Some... a six nothing shutout. Now, sometimes that is going to happen a little bit, too, because, okay, it's a six run game. That doesn't mean that means you're usually not going to put your closer because right. you don't want to expend your closer. So you got like your back end of the bullpen arms, you know, in terms of a little bit down there on the depth chart. Wow. It's like, okay, we want to give. Uh, a guy, uh, some work here, even though it is Iglesias on right now. But nevertheless, six to three, two outs, runner on second. Looks like the Halers are going to get the win, but actually the White Sox are going to get another run. So you had the under eight and a half. It's oh, now man. six to four, and that ticket's a loser, unfortunately, for underbackers. You know, the, the interesting thing here is, as now it is six to four. And by the way, the tying run is coming yeah. to play for the yeah, White Sox. Yeah, so I, I want to say, okay, Angel's oh. going to get a win here. Maybe oh, hold the phone on that. Uh, first and third. Oh, the, the run did score. So it's, yes. it's six to four. Tying run is at the plate now. So the White At Bed 365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. 
Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Sox, all of a sudden, an uprising here in the south side of Chicago. A lot of guys yeah. without shirts on in, in Chicago. It's not a good look, yeah. but it is, it is very, still cold. Very disappointing start on the south side this year. 8-12. and 12. Everybody kind of thought, and look, it's only 20 games, so you don't want to totally panic here, but... That kind of looked like that was going to be a runaway, right? right. A little Supposed bit in the AL Central. They were one of the, I think they were one of the biggest favorites, or at least the second biggest favorite to win the division to start the season. All of a sudden, uh, Minnesota Twins playing some pretty good baseball. Wow. Uh, Royals, not so much. Uh, Detroit, not so much. But the Twins, I know they made moves in the offseason, but I did not expect uh, it uh, is, such a good start. It is over. Barely. I wonder if they're going to review this, but it looks like a play at first here, very close play at first. But I believe the Angels have, in fact, gotten that third out. Mm-hmm. Let's check because they're not running off the field here. It looks like Luis Robert on an infield. Oh, I think he's safe. I think this game is going to continue. Mm-hmm. I believe they called him out. But he is going to, if they review this, which they're going to have to, he's safe. So the White Sox are not dead yet. No, they are not. Uh, so that game may continue. Oh We're waiting goodness. for the NASCAR race in Dover to continue. By the way, 76 laps. Uh, it has to be over 200 laps to be an official race. The RNA rain delay in Dover. Six to four right there. Two on now. They are reviewing this. But I, I do not see a scenario as the White Sox officially challenge that call, as they should. That's got, it's got to be Luis Robert at first base. Again, four runs already in the bottom half of the ninth inning, and they would have the tying men on base. We'll update that and talk some hockey with Andrew McGinnis next right here on Betting Across America on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. It is time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app, BetMGM Sports. BetMGM is all of your favorite wagering options, along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much, much more. Download the BetMGM app today or stop by any MGM casino on the Strip with your state-issued ID to open up an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM's state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly if you have a problem. Call 1-800-522-4700. Back alongside West Reynolds, I am Dave Ross. This is Betting Across America right here on VEASAN. Still at halftime here in game number one between Memphis and Golden State. Memphis with that six-point lead. And that game right now in the south side of Chicago is still going on. Six to four with two runners on and a 3-2 count, I believe, on Yasmani Grandal, who thought he had ball four. And yet the uh, ump has called that strike two. So we'll keep an eye on everything going on there. We still have John Rahm with a one-shot lead at the Mexico Open over Tony Finau and Brandon Wu. Both those guys are in the clubhouse after shooting 63s today. But, excuse me, let's bring in Andrew McGinnis here, professional NHL handicapper, wager talk host. It's great to talk with Andrew. As we get ready for, as Wes said at the beginning of the show, Andrew, the Stanley Cup playoffs are by far the most exciting format that we have in the major sports here and even if you're not necessarily the biggest NHL guy, it certainly feels differently once you get to the postseason. I'm wondering, Andrew, from a handicapping perspective, which of the first-round series intrigues you the most? 
Well, first of all, thank you so much for having me uh, on with you guys. And uh, I'll tell you what, I have been waiting for this for weeks. Mm -hmm. uh, these games to close out the season, they're just not fun to watch. No one's really playing for anything. Uh, which one intrigues me the most? Well, from a competitive standpoint, Minnesota versus St. Louis, guys, I believe that one is a really competitive one. That has seven written all over it. It is going to be an unbelievable series. Lots of physicality, lots of goal scoring depth. And I think two great goaltenders, potentially three great goaltenders, if Minnesota ends up using all three. But to me, that one in the West and Tampa Bay versus Toronto uh, in the East Division, as we all know, is going to be an unbelievable series. So, uh, Andrew, let me go to that matchup here in the East, the Tampa Bay Lightning and the Maple Leafs. Uh, Lightning, small underdog mm -hmm. in the series. I've seen about even money going forward. Uh, look, Maple Leafs, we know what they are. They're absolutely loaded with talent across the board, but... They haven't been able to get over the hump in the playoffs for a long time right now. Uh, obviously, Austin Matthews, a fantastic season. Mitch Marner playing the best hockey of his career. But it seems like the Lightning, and, and if we're going by what we see at the NBA playoffs where, you know, championship medal kind of matters, mm -hmm. that the Lightning has that and the Leafs do not. Uh, so the Maple Leafs goaltending, I'm a little concerned about them, but do you think maybe this is finally the year that Toronto wins one of these big marquee series and actually has some playoff success. Well, guys, it's really an 82 game preseason for the Maple Leafs. Like you mentioned, I mean, we can all agree that we know how great they are. We know the talent they have. We know what Austin Matthews is capable of. It's a matter of if you can transition into the playoffs, but you know, I, I think about, you know, several years ago when they had the one versus eight, two versus seven matchups, so on and so forth. You know, to think right now, the Maple Leafs have the season they have. Matthews has the season he has, and he has to face the back-to-back -back defending Stanley Cup champions. Uh, that's not really fun. I mean, it <laughs> makes the playoffs great for us as spectators. But, um, you know, where the price sits right now, my lean would be towards Tampa Bay. And to me, it's just all about that physicality and all about the depth. As much as we didn't really see much from Marner and Matthews last year, I actually don't think that's the problem. I, I just think throughout the lineup, Tampa Bay is able to fill that third line that uh, I thought they might have lost from last year. They did a great job filling that uh, lineup and the roles. And guys, I think this one's going to go seven, though. So, mm. you know, at some great odds, you know, I think that's the way to go. But also, if you do like Tampa Bay, I wouldn't even touch this one prior to the start of the series. I'd hope the Leafs grab game one and I'm going to jump in on the lightning. Uh, hopefully at an even better price. You know, you see some of the odds here, uh, Andrew, for some of the longer shots out there. Are there any potential long shots at a good number that you think there's some value in taking a shot at maybe not one of the odds-on favorites? Well, I mentioned that uh, St. Louis versus Minnesota series out the gate here, and I said how competitive it was. But when I say that, both teams are more than capable. Right now, we're seeing St. Louis at just unbelievable odds. You talk about long shots. Mm -hmm. That team has three lines that can score. They've got you know guys that are just built for the playoffs, physical um, find themselves in front of the net, but also their shot count. They're up there top five in the league in shots on goal per game. At that price with the St. Louis Blues, once they get out of that matchup versus the Wild, I, I think they could, you know, upset the guys like Calgary, Colorado, and be right in there. And we're talking about strictly from a, you know, value standpoint. At those odds, I like St. Louis quite a bit. And also, I have a preseason future on Carolina. I think that they don't have that superstar game breaker type of lineup, which is rather, you know, quite slept on, so to speak. But I think Carolina's built for the playoffs. 22 yeah. to one for St. Louis. Yeah. Great value there. And, and I was going to go to that series, Andrew, because we do have Boston and Carolina. 
some shops I've seen 110 really on both sides. Carolina's been the better team in the regular season, but Freddie Anderson, we don't know when he's going to come back from his injury, so it's going to be Kochetkov or Ranta pretty much split in duty for Carolina. But all of a sudden, the Bees have gotten kind of hot late in the season. Not so much success against Carolina as Freddie Anderson went 3-0 and against them. But uh, do you think Boston getting hot at the right time? I know you like Carolina, but Boston at 16-1, to any value for these guys? But Because they're, they're starting to get scoring from DeBrusque and Coyle, Halla. You know what they're going to get out of Marshawn Hall and Pasternak and Bergeron. You raise a great point, you know, and they're healthy, which is something we have not seen from the Boston Bruins for a lot of, a lot of this season. And so we haven't gotten to see it from the, you know, the defensive pairings or just from the forward group. So from that perspective, I can completely get what you're saying there with Boston at 16 to one. Um, no harm in that. I wanted to mention, guys, during the regular season, the series uh, matchup 16 to one. That was the Carolina goal 16 mm-hmm. on the matchup and one. Uh, for Boston. We'll see if that kind of transitions into the playoffs, but uh, Boston's had their number. You know, this is the third time in four years they'll play in the playoffs, and uh, those other matchups have gone in the favor of Boston. Talking with Andrew McGinnis again uh, from Wager Talk and a professional NHL handicapper. And Andrew, it's interesting because certainly during the regular season, scoring was up, right? But what do you make of the postseason now? Do you expect the scoring to continue, or do you think it gets tighter? Everything's going to be a little bit, uh, you know, maybe not as free form here. We know it's normally harder to score in the postseason. Do you expect to be less goals than what you saw uh, on average in the regular season? I certainly do. And, you know, all the people I do shows with on a daily basis, we were just waiting for this, the scoring to slow down, you know, taking overs, taking overs and waiting to see when it would slow down. But it just wouldn't. And. That was kind of a question mark I had for a team like the Edmonton Oilers or for a Florida Panthers, even president's trophy winners. When you move into the game styles that you want to win two one, which, which are the teams that you feel comfortable backing? And that's kind of how I feel as a handicapper in the playoffs, which is why I like Carolina so much and, and teams like that. So I definitely agree that we're going to see a lot more lower scoring games. And speaking of which, how about that Pittsburgh and New York series? Man. That has under, under, under written all over it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it you, does. You always see, and look, I'm interested with the Rangers too, because it seems like Pittsburgh's always a little bit overvalued in the market based on reputation. Obviously, when you have Sid the Kid and Gino Malkin, why sure. not? But the New York Rangers did win the series 3-1 to one against these guys. So uh, only one game where Crosby and Malkin played together, though. But I agree with Andrew's assessment that this looks like an under series. Uh, Andrew, one more series that gets kicked off tomorrow that we have not yet talked about are the LA Kings and the Edmonton Oilers. Kings about a plus $2 to win the series, minus 250 on the Oilers. And uh, look, uh, Mike Smith, I don't know how much confidence you can have on him. He's kind of struggled a little bit, but did get on a hot streak very late in the season for the Edmonton Oilers. And Jonathan Quick's been good all season long. He's obviously not... Stanley Cup right. uh, winning Jonathan Quick of several years ago. But what do you make here? Kings and Oilers. Kings, a $2 dog. Well, I think the Oilers get the job done and get over that hump. But I don't believe it's as easy as the general public seem to think they they do. You know, the LA Kings are a team, I talk about, again, being built for the playoffs, um, playing those lower scoring type of hockey games. But I like the way their forward group back checks. Every single forward they have is responsible, whether they're a younger player uh, a veteran uh, on the team. And as a Montreal Canadiens fan, I know all about Philip Deneau and what he's capable of doing. He brings that to the Los Angeles Kings. Maybe not the offensive touch as much, but that defensive coverage, 
he brings that. So um, I expect a tight series. I think this game could go, uh, this series, excuse me, could go se- uh, six games. Um, but I just, I, I really wonder if Smith and the entire Oilers roster can carry what they were doing at the end of the regular season into the playoffs, because if they can, they're going to be a force to be reckoned with. But uh, I got to see it before I can believe it, if they can be that exact same team. About 30 seconds to go here, Andrew. Got to put you on the spot. Who do you have coming out of the East and who's coming out of the West? Carolina, Colorado, uh, Stanley Cup Finals. And uh, I know it's chalky, fellas, but I think Colorado takes it. Okay, I love it. Uh, Great stuff as always, Andrew. Appreciate your time. Enjoy the second season here in the NHL playoffs as they get set to begin. Thanks so much. Thank All you, right. Andrew. Great information there. And by the way, when we come back, that game is still not over in the south side of Chicago. <laughs> we win a full segment, and this game is still going on. By the way, uh, Iglesias out. He's Tapera out. now has to try to close it up for the Halo. Six to five. Five runs already in the bottom of the ninth for the White Sox. Bases loaded, two outs. Whoa. Okay, we'll update that. Mexico Open, NBA playoffs. Come on back. It's betting across America right here in Visa, the Sports Betting Network. This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. The VSIN Spring Special is here. For only $59, you get everything VSIN has to offer from now to the end of July. The next few months are going to be filled with the best betting content in the biz right here at VSIN.com, and subscribers are going to have access to all of it, including Adam Burke's daily MLB best bets. Jonathan Von Tobel is going to have his best bets all the way through the NBA Finals. Andy McNeil is going to help break down all the action on the ice all the way through the Stanley Cup playoffs. We're going to have lots of NFL preseason coverage, not to mention continued best bets and premium articles covering golf, UFC, USFL, NASCAR, and the Kentucky Derby betting guide. If you want the full VEASAN experience, which features a daily best bets email, every edition of Point Spread Weekly, use of our betting tools, and a live video stream whenever you want it, the cost is only $59 to be a subscriber through July 31st. So sign up now. Evison.com slash spring. You, you did mention NASCAR there. And by the yeah. way, no more NASCAR this afternoon. If you're paying attention to that race, rained out in Dover, 76 laps completed. So they will begin again at the Monster Mile in Dover, Delaware tomorrow okay. at noon Eastern time, 9 Pacific. So uh, got to be over halfway done. One more lap than halfway to be an official race. So we'll see what the weather's going to be like tomorrow and see if they can get that. So no rubbing, no racing. No rubbing and no racing. Racing and rubbing, everything's over today. Speaking of over, it is over on the south side of Chicago, and the Angels hold on for a 6-5 win. Remember, 6-0. Lorenzen, (laughs) who's got a shutout going to the ninth day, he starts the ninth inning, Mm -hmm. which I kind of like. Like, that's... I usually like to see a guy finish it out. Like, Madden tried to give him an opportunity to finish it out. Now, again, not here to bang on Dave Roberts for the Clayton Kershaw decision against Minnesota earlier in the year. But, like, that was just a routine shutout. That mm-hmm. wasn't a no-hitter or anything like that. Mm-hmm. I still can't believe they pulled Kershaw out of that game. But, of course, Kershaw was the company man. He said, no, yeah. we're looking long. Like, it's it's still, like, baseball, they need something to generate interest on a day-in, day-out. And I think sometimes a guy going for a complete game, guy certainly going for a no-hitter, don't pull him out. Now, right. it almost backfired here in yeah. the Angels because they gave Ele- up five 11, 11 batters, by the way, came Ooh. to the plate for the White Sox there. I believe they had uh, five hits in the inning, a hit by pitch, and also a walk. So Man. 11 batters come up, six to five. Southsiders come up short in their late rally, though, 
Angels, a uh, good start for uh, John Von Tobel who will be in here next for the mm-hmm. Hardwood Handicappers program. Uh, good start for his Halos 14-8. So if we compliment him when he walks in here, he's like, oh, just wait. Just wait. He's He's been through hey. this before with the Angels where the staff gets really thin, then all of a sudden they start losing games. Uh, now, I did not play it. That was one of the teams I, I call the mental bets. A mental yes. bet on the Angels over yes. 84 and Well, a half. I made it a mental bet because I made it a physical bet uh, a couple <laughs> years ago, and they did not go over the total, and you always worry about the injuries yep. uh, with this bunch. Uh, clearly, uh, Otani, by the way, was not in the lineup today. But nevertheless, Angels off to a solid start on the 2020. Guardians up big right now in the Athletics, six nothing there, and the Nationals still holding on to that lead. They got five in the first. There's been no scoring since five nothing right now as they lead in San Francisco. Final score also in St. Louis. Arizona had the early lead, but uh, a two run shot from Bader in the bottom of the seventh. Then Nolan Arenado went yard to deep left, and he also added one. So seven to five final score. St. Louis over Arizona. All right, Dodgers still all over the Tigers four nothing top four there. So they're looking pretty good for those first five backers. And again, just when you look at baseball here, Wes, as an overview, when you look at the starting pitching, if you like the starters and you're worried about the bullpen, let's just say today for that, mm-hmm. that Angels game could be a great example. If you like Lorenzen today going up against Dallas Keuchel, because a lot of people right now are fading Keuchel, right? That, that, that would be a strong first five play. That clearly cashed if you like Anaheim. It got dicey at the end, mm-hmm. right? So if you get a little bit worried, would you be more apt if you like the starter right. in a matchup Right uh, on, on the game to play the first five versus no, the, the variants of the bullpen. Absolutely. And a lot of times what I'll do, especially if I'm on underdogs, I'll split half unit, okay. first five and full game. And a lot of things, what you want to do, and that's the main thing that I do to handicap baseball is really handicapping pitchers. And now that you've got like three, four, five or so starts through the rotation, I mm-hmm. think you get a good idea when you look at some of these numbers and uh, not going with the result here, but just looking at the uh, – what I jotted down today, you know, some of these guys, and we talked about it actually at Derek Cardi, yep. where Josiah Gray, I think at least a decent example, not a huge difference, but 405 on the ERA and 321 on the XPIP. When I see better on the XPIP versus the ERA, I tend to want to be on that side. And that's one of my main things. That's the first thing I look at when I jot down, I look at who the starters are, or I go down to Don Best screen write them down, and then jot down, okay, what's the XFIP, what's the ERA, what's the BABIP, batting Mm. average balls in play, and that's where I at least go. I think that's a good starting point. If you don't want to get, like, knee-deep into, like, oh, this is the barrel rate or this is the, you know, all of this different stuff. If you don't want to get so knee-deep in the numbers, but I still think that you can at least be advanced on analytical handicapping in baseball because no sport is more numbers-based, in my opinion, than baseball. I mean, obviously – analytics and advanced numbers and advanced stats are coming into every sport, whether it's football, whether it's basketball, but it's always been there with baseball. This is not, you know, a new style necessarily in handicapping this. And I think that that's a good place to start. You really want to look at that XPIP versus ERA account for the batting average balls in play. Also, you can look at batting splits. Certain teams do hit left-handers better than they hit right-handers. So that is a way to play that, where I still think that you can do very well in baseball. You don't have to be like a total numbers guy where you get into every little nook and cranny, whether mm-hmm. you're using fan graphs. That's what I use, by the way. And Paul Sporer, fan graphs, a regular contributor here on v on Gill's program, a numbers game Monday through Friday. And 
you know, I don't get knee deep into every single number, but those numbers I think are at least going to give you a good working knowledge going forward. I think it's great advice. And again, that's what we're, we're getting at for some of those first five players. But I love the idea of the underdog. Sprinkle a little bit maybe in the first five and certainly mm-hmm. for the game total. Yeah, because well. look, you're, that's the thing about baseball too. You're going to get blown saves. Even when you handicap it right, you're going to get some blown right. saves. So that's a way to take out the bullpen a, a little bit if you want to go these starters, you know, that are that are really highly advanced. Obviously, the big guys, you're going to be paying huge prices. No you're going to be laying money like on Walker Bueller today, even though he's going to get a win. But we saw it with Clayton Kershaw last night. Had been pitching very well, and Detroit was able to get him. So those guys aren't necessarily lock city going forward. But, yeah, you definitely want to compare that XFIP and that ERA. I think that XFIP usually going to give you a better idea. And one example I guess I could use because he's won today Marcus Stroman, you looked at it, 0-3 and and 4 starts. He was 698 on the ERA. So it's like people see the ERA. It's like, oh, my God, that's horrible. Right. But he was only like 3.6 on the XPIP, so he's less than half of that. So it's like, okay, he's had some good stuff. Maybe he hasn't had good luck with the defense behind him or or whatnot, or depending on his competition, you know, playing good teams like the Braves and not feasting on, uh, you know, some of the weaker teams at the plate. Can you clarify what exactly you're looking at with the XFIP? Because I know a lot yeah. of people are going to go, well, wait, what do you yeah. mean if you're looking yeah. at ERA it's, versus it's, it's fielding independent pitching uh, with the adjusted uh, home run rate. And that's basically what you get with XFIP. It's a lot of, you know, because some of the times you'll have a low ERA, and that's what I talk about with the batting average balls in play, because a lot of that can manage, can say luck for a pitcher. Right. Well, you get like a 360 or a 370 batting average balls in play. Either that means you're really getting ripped around the yard by the opposing batting lineups, or that means that balls are just finding holes. And yep. sometimes they do. You make good pitches and it just finds a hole. It beats the shift or your defense behind you doesn't field something that they should have thrown out at first base. Right. And all of a sudden you're giving up an infield single and that's giving you bad numbers. And that can be misleading when you're looking at how a pitcher is really pitching. That's fascinating. And again, that's what we're really doing the homework there uh, to make sure you get the best value on a particular pitcher on a given game. Right now we got a game going on in Memphis and it's a really good one here. 79 all with about four minutes to go here in the third quarter as Memphis just hits another three. This thing's back and forth. Golden mm-hmm. State just had a five-point lead after an 8-0 run. That's been quickly answered here by Memphis. They are taking the punches from Golden State and punching right you back. Know, I got to say something for Memphis, 79. too, because it's been different guys. If you watch that that Minnesota series, you know, it's not just Jaw right. all the time, or it's not just Jaron Jackson Jr. It's been Dylan Brooks. It's been Desmond Bain. Yeah. Today, it looks like it's DeAnthony Melton. Every time I look down at my little score here, he's hitting threes. He's, by the way, got 14 off the bench in 15 minutes. Is three of five from outside. So it's been Melton today that's been stepping up. So you're getting, and John Morant, look, he's kind of been, you know, taken up for his guys. He's like, it's a lot more than me, guys. We're a deep team mm-hmm. down here in Grind City, and they absolutely have been as, uh, wow. I believe, uh, who hit that one? Because that was from. 81. That was deep. Yeah, that looked like, that was Jaron Jackson Jr., by the way, uh, who uh, can now hit threes, and then Jordan Poole right back in his eye on the other end here. 85 to 84. This is oh my this goodness. is getting fun down way, here in Memphis. Even if you, whether you have a better, you don't. Probably better that you don't, that it's a lot more fun for you. But Memphis minus one and a half, 237 and a half on the total. I don't want to get too carried away here with Jordan Bull. He's got 24 points. But look, Clay's coming back off injury. We get that. Is mm-hmm. he now their second option? He might be. And I remember on draft night, there were some videos. And look, I hate that old takes exposed sometimes because sometimes we're going to get stuff wrong. Yeah. 
And you got to say, hey, look, I got it wrong, fellas, and, and not be sensitive about it. But there were people just lamenting that pick. Jordan Poole, who played at Why? Michigan under John Beeline. It's like, he's probably perfect for this team because he can stretch the floor uh-huh. and hit threes. And just to see these young wow. players get better. And look, I'm a college basketball honk more than an NBA honk. But any of these old fogies that tell you, oh, they don't develop players in the NBA. They're absolutely lying to you because we're seeing multiple guys he was that a have developed in this game. He yes. was a D-leaguer not that long ago. By the way, Steph Curry just knocked down a three. Oh, my goodness. Golden State's up two. This is a roller coaster. We'll ride it with you. <laughs> Come on back. Betting Across America on VCN, the Sports Betting Network. The king of sportsbooks unleashes the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM Rewards. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you're going to earn BetMGM Rewards points that you can redeem for online bonus credits like free bets and risk-free tokens. Planning a trip to Vegas? Well, come on out. You can convert those BetMGM points into MGM Rewards points that you can use towards dining and shows and hotel rooms at over 20 MGM Resort properties located in the Las Vegas Strip and nationwide. BetMGM Rewards is sports betting's premier loyalty program featuring exclusive offers, incredible experiences, and valuable perks. When you wager on the BetMGM app, sign up with BetMGM or log on today to get an even bigger piece of the action with BetMGM Rewards. Eligibility restrictions to apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Please gamble responsibly. If you have a problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Back alongside West Frontal Time, Dave Ross, as we wrap up this edition of Betting Across America. It looks like John Rahm is going to wrap up the Mexico Open. Mm-hmm. He is playing the 17th hole. He's got a one-shot lead. You go, well, it's just a one-shot lead. The problem is the two guys he's yeah. ahead of are in the clubhouse yep. already at 16. And a par five on the 18th here is Kitayama. a long birdie bid uh, goes short. That would have gotten him within one, so he will par at 17. Stay at 15 under par. John Rahm currently minus 5,000. 5,000. Tony Finau, the leader in the clubhouse, along with Brandon Wu, of course, for the children. <laughs> Tony Finau, 16 under. He is uh, 50 to 1. Brandon Wu, 66 to 1. Kurt Kitayama, two back. He'd need an eagle to get to 17 under. He is currently 100 to 1. Those are the only prices at BetMGM. Uh, Davis Riley still out there. Cameron Champ still out there. They're basically playing for top five finishes. Yep. They cannot catch the leader. So uh, almost a wrap here in Mexico. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. And look, I will take a stand against a four to one favorite about every single time in a golf mm-hmm. tournament, but sometimes favorites get there. And it looks like John Rahm is going to be a first time winner since that U.S. Open at Torrey Pines last summer. 
back in June, uh, where I was on him actually that day, and he was relatively chalky, and he was ten to one, yeah, or eleven to one for that thing. John Rom, by the way, does have a birdie putt here at seventeen, so he could really put it to bed That's, if he makes this, and it he does not just goes left of the hole. So John Rom basically. Uh, Going to have to par on 18, but I think he would like a birdie in case Kitayama gets an eagle on him. Sure. So uh, John Rahm looks like he's going to wrap this up, but we are not. We are far from wrapped up in Grind City right now. This, My goodness. This has been a hell of a game. This has been a lot of fun, actually, to watch here on the air. 91 to 90 at the end of the third quarter. Golden State minus one and a half, 237 and a half on the total. So we saw the money go to the over. Oh, that's, that's going to get there. It looks like, and look, this can, totals can die. Yep. We see this very often here, but uh, I don't think so necessarily in this game. Uh, Jordan Poole leading all scores for Golden State with 20, or leading Golden State scores, 24 points. Steph Curry's hit four threes. He has got 21. Of course, we know Draymond Green ejected late in the first half. So Golden State having to go without him, and you're having to see. Kevin Looney and Otto Porter, uh, all these guys, Kuminga, play some minutes, and they've done so, so far so good. Otto Porter, especially on the rebounding side. For the Grizzlies, Jaron Jackson Jr., 28-8 and so far. John ja Morant with 23. DeAnthony Melton, uh, uh, the uh, reserve guard, I believe. Playing I believe very he, well. I believe he's out of USC, uh, if I recall, uh, 14 points. There's so many of these players, I Dave. I used to know, and I follow and bet college <laughs> basketball closely. I used to know where all of these dudes went to school and now I'm trying to draw a blank. I was like, the Anthony Melton, didn't he play at USC? I think you're I right. Say? And he's got 14, three of five from three off the bench. So uh, nothing decided yet. Only a one-point game going into the fourth quarter. And again, it's something we were talking about with Jordan Poole, right? That if he is now, in fact, because look, Clay will be Clay, but he's still, you know, he's kind of rounding back into being Clay Thompson. It does feel like Jordan Poole, mm-hmm. who was, by the way, in the G League mm-hmm. last year, 2021. Yeah. Look. Awards are awards. I get it. John Morant was not the most improved player. John Morant was the rookie of the year last year. John Morant was the second overall pick when he came out. So giving him most improved player after giving him rookie of the year seems like an oddity. Wouldn't you look to a guy like Jordan Poole, who was in the G League last year and now might be the second best option on uh, for the Splash Brothers here. Maybe that, to me, screams more improved than a guy that was already really, really damn good. But, but they don't develop you, apparently, oh, right. in, in the NBA. Uh, you know, Jordan Poole, I think, says bollocks to that because he <laughs> has absolutely become a key cog in what might be a championship team, at least favored in the betting market. Uh, one score to get you for baseball, a final score. Aaron Judge got you the run line if you back the New wow. York Yankees. The pinstripes get a run in the ninth, 6-4. to four. All rise. Aaron Judge, seven home runs in his past eight He's games. A uh, little small bet for me on MVP earlier in the season for the AL MVP. And it's like, if this guy can just stay healthy mm-hmm. and just not miss 20 or 30 games and, you know, out of 162 can play, you know, 150 or more. All of a sudden, uh, the Yankees, uh, maybe their demise has been greatly exaggerated. I've got good news for you, sir. Cameron Champ just made a birdie on 17 mm-hmm. and the significance of that is it gets him in the top five. yes it does so he is now at 1400 par playing the 18th with john rom and john rom's got a three-shot lead over cameron Cam- champ he's not going to come back and win this tournament but the point is if you have a yeah. top five bet on cameron champ that birdie could and, be very and significant. that's kind of the way you have to bet it if you're here in the united states internationally i talk a little bit about each way betting where you can bet not only to win a golf tournament but you can get places and it mm-hmm. usually is like quarter payout for five places or six places, seven places, depending on your book. And I wish that they would do that here in Las Vegas and really just here in the United States in general, because then I think 
okay, I didn't get the win, but I got a couple yes. guys in the top five here, and it's like I can at least make money off that. So uh, Cameron Champ right now, a multitude of players, I believe there are three or four, including Aaron Wise, that are tied at 14 under for fifth. But uh, it is all on the club of uh, John Rom. This is a par five here at the 18. He's just going to make par. So, yeah, you know, fair, fairway and green here because Kitayama, I believe, is the only guy that can catch him if he makes an eagle. Because John Rom right now sitting at 17 under oh, uh, does not hit the fairway no, though. Uh, 303 yards. That is uh, oh, that's that is not yeah, a good place yeah, to that's put in it. a saucy place just outside the bunker. Not a lot of rough here, but there's certainly some rough there. So uh, might be a three shot hole for John Rom where it's like okay, don't do anything stupid and right. you know play it back out. See if I can get a wedge into the green and two putt because uh, Kitayama, the best Kitayama can do is tie him if he eagles. Correct. And if you're Kitayama, who's not the longest guy out there on tour, that that's a bit of an ask here to get an eagle on 18. But again, it is a par five. It is doable here. So he's got a shot now. Didn't look like a great lie for John Rahm. And one thing I've learned from, from talking to pros throughout the years is the one thing that pros want more than anything else, and Kitayama hit it worse yeah, than Yeah, Kitayama's hillside there oh uh, on the left side of the fairway. So uh, he needed to plunk one down the middle, did not do so. So, uh, John Rahm, barring any, some kind of disaster here, is going to get this win. I don't even see a live price right now at BetMGM. Can I just, just for the absolute absurdity of this, what if Cameron Champ, who bombed his on 18, by the way, did make Eagle and got to 16? Right. And then Rahm, with this lie, will figure out where right. it is. I mean, you yeah. would think par would be the worst you yeah. make here, but we've seen crazier things happen. And Rom right now down to a minus, still a convincing favorite at minus sixteen hundred. Tony Fee now in the house, twenty to one. Brandon Wu also wow. in the house at sixteen under at twenty eight to one. Kitayama thirty three to one. That's the only thing that we have up at BetMGM. Four players left here on the fairway. All right, back to that the Golden State game. Another three goes home here for Golden State. That looked like Clay Thompson. It is. Does Mama call them Clay? <laughs> I'm, I'm going to call him Clay. 99-93. I, I do think the point that we're making here throughout this show today with Golden State, again, we'll figure out how this series plays out. It's never good. You're doing this, though, without Draymond Green, mm -hmm. who was suspended at halftime, mm -hmm. right? You're doing this with Jordan Poole, who I believe is 29 now, okay? Not the most improved player somehow, okay? You're doing this with guys off the bench that are filling in for Draymond not being there. Now, they're not the biggest team in the world, that's for sure. But they can they can bleed you to death with the cuts of a 1,000 yeah. different people here, yeah. and they're doing it to Memphis. And not only their shooting acumen, multiple guys that can make threes all over the floor, the team's a pretty good defensive team that right? often gets sold short, I think. And look, keep in mind, uh, you know, no Iguodala available, nope. and he's been one of their better defenders over the last several years. But all these guys that are like, ah, Golden State can't guard BS. They are an absolute monster defensively when they really want to be. And you're kind of seeing this right now. Still 928 left to go. Golden State with a six-point lead far from over. But this is what you always worry about if you're Memphis. It's like, mm. we just haven't been. To close out these yeah, type of games. We, we just haven't been in these type of games very often. And Golden State has really been there, done that. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden, they fell off when they had all the injuries. Clay was out for the better part of two years. And now that championship experience does matter. And we saw it earlier in the first game with Milwaukee. Uh, getting the outright win over Boston. All right, so so far, we'll see how this plays out here. And Jonathan Von Tobel is standing by. He'll bring you up to date here as we go the rest of the afternoon here on Beeson. But what great dog day afternoon here for Milwaukee. They covered the number. Uh, what they were getting five and out. They went outright, really never a sweat there as they win by 12 against Boston. 
And right now, Golden State was laying two, two and a half here, depending on when you got the number at BetMGM. But they're looking better now. Remember, they were down by six at the break. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, they have flipped that script. They've outscored Memphis by 12 here in the second half. So a good start to the second half for Golden State. Wes, always enjoy the conversation, my you. friend. Good to have you back here on a Sunday. Uh, of course, want to say thank you to uh, Andrew McGinnis, who joined us uh, talking to NHL, Simon Gersberg, and Derek Carty as well. As I mentioned, Jonathan Von Tobel standing by on deck. All of the updates to get to in the NBA. Come on back. It is VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, unleashes the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM Rewards. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you can earn BetMGM Rewards points that you can redeem for online bonus credits like free bets and risk-free tokens. Planning a trip free tokens. Planning a trip free tokens. Planning a trip free At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare